The relationship between Auckland Transport and the ferry operator Fullers has hit very choppy waters over the cancellation of multiple Auckland commuter services. From October, Fullers 360 will not run the Birkenhead to Anua Northcote Point and Bayswater services, leaving AT scrambling to find a replacement operator. And there'll also be significant cuts to the timetable on the Gulf Harbour and Half Moon Bay routes. Auckland Transport says Fullers has quit the routes so it can accelerate its training program with the company short of about 12 crews. But Fuller's CEO, Mike Horn, insists 18 has known for months that this was coming. No, we didn't quit. Um, we certainly came to the end of the contract. If we'd had the ability to keep extending for another two years, Lisa, that would have been ideal for everybody, but they're quite aware that we were unable to. Because of staff shortages, Mike? Because of staff that's, shortages? That's, that's, that's the fundamental reason, yes. And okay. this has been something that we've been clearly um, uh, talking even with yourself about for the last uh, 12, 6, 12 months. Um, and this goes right back to our discussions at a government level. Um, if you recall, we were talking to uh, Michael Wood about this. So Yes, and Waka I do Kota, understand Hale, that. Transport, yeah. But perhaps in just this short time, you have highlighted potentially what is a major issue here. Auckland Transport and Fuller's doesn't seem to be on the same page, and the person missing out is the person standing at the wharf waiting to get a ferry ride. Why can't you guys get it together? Uh, look, we've been, we've been working really hard on this, and there's a lot of progress that's been made. Um, I think I said to you in the last chat that we had, um, this industry issue is not a short-term fix. So we've got... We've got lots and lots of people at the entry level. We're fully staffed and uh, we have progressed or signed off, depending on which terminology you want, uh, 550 people in the last seven months. What we need to do uh, to get everything back up and running is sign off 2,000 people across the same length of time. Um, And this is all about training and skills. So the accelerated program that Auckland Transport and ourselves um, uh, are now working together on, which is really important, um, allows us to get back to that point. The other thing is it's always been about immigration as well um, and getting short-term, very skilled people in as quickly as we can. So there's three or four of them we've got in recently, um, but there's a, there's a long way to go with that as well. It's no surprise that you're down, Crew, right? When we spoke to you in March, you said you were 50 people down. That didn't happen overnight. So where was your where was your staff succession planning? Where was your retention planning? I mean, how did you end up in what is a crisis situation? Look, um, there were literally a lot of people that left and made different choices over COVID. And uh, the reality is it's it's crew with seven to ten years' experience, not one or two or three or four. Um, and so we have literally been working really hard on this for 18 months. We've worked through the immigration side of things. We're working through the wage increase to be internationally um, uh, competitive. And we're working through the accelerated training piece as well, which, to be fair, we would have liked to have started six months ago, but simply were unable to. Okay, the other thing that you have said to me in the past is the immigration settings, right? You needed to bring people in from overseas. Well, the the government did adjust their immigration immigration settings in your favour for um, ships, masters and... um, And decounts. And decounts. So, again, why haven't you managed to recruit more people? 
So no, that was um, that was a really good win. We're really pleased with that. So it got them on the green list, and we've brought in probably three or four skippers from South Africa. What the issue is is that it's still around visa processing time, particularly with families. So um, so those settings, apart from being on the green list, the rest of it actually hasn't changed. So we caught up with all of the processing then. The other part, which I think I spoke about at the time, is the, uh, is the qualifications from overseas do not match the qualifications in New Zealand. So there's another delay around that um, as we have to work through individually those qualifications. Third part is around the um, uh, how competitive we are with rates. And I think I said at the time, we're 25% under what you'd get in Australia. So that is the third part that we're still working with government as to how we resolve that. So what, you want them to top up that money? Uh, for contracted services, absolutely. For commercial services, we pick that up ourselves. So that's a, that's a big increase, and that's what we're strongly advocating and working towards. So if you want the government to kick in on those subsidised services, how much more would you be expecting from government? Uh we think we think what we need to be competitive internationally, and this is for the industry, is somewhere between 20 and 25% for skilled mariners. But what um, is that as a number, skills. Mike? As, as real cash monies, how much is that? Uh, that would add another $30 an hour. Add $30 an hour to what? Yeah. Well, actually, so if we, if we, if we think about a skipper, it moves you to about $140,000 a year. Okay. The other thing is in March, you told me that if the government loosened immigration regulations, the Coromandel could have its ferry service back. It did loosen immigration settings and Coromandel has just been advised it's not getting a ferry service back from you. Why is that? Yeah, so again, we just don't have the people to allow us to do that. So it's Coromandel, it's also Rotorua um, uh, through summertime, it's any of the charter work that we're doing. Um, and it's all of the destinational tourist stuff. So where we're doing accelerated training at the moment, that's to get contracted services with AT back to where they need to be. I have a whole lot more work to do around destination to get those ones back as well. So do you feel that you've misled those communities? Not at all. Not at all. We're working really, really hard to get those back. But, uh, you know, I also told you at the time that it's not for skilled, and I'm talking seven to ten years, um, uh, it's a it's a long burn in terms of getting what we need into the country and training people up. So, so this, Mike, is, this is a, this is this is not a fuller's this is not just a fuller's issue. This is an industry issue. Okay, so you mentioned seven to ten years, right? Is is that yes. how long people have to wait for a decent ferry service? Seven to ten years? No, no, that's what I'm saying. A skilled mariner is. So remember that we're 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 accelerating training. We're trying to bring more people in internationally as well. We're progressing our deckhands to skippers and we're progressing our small boat skippers to large boat skippers. So no, they don't have to wait seven to 10 years. What would you say to people who think that Fuller's has delivered a substandard service and is continuing to let customers down with these moves? Oh, look, um, Lisa, I, I fundamentally disagree with that. We've worked incredibly hard in that space. Uh, we have um, we have great people. Um, uh, we have very professional people. 
Um, and I challenge anyone to look at who else is doing it better than we are in New Zealand at this point. We're working really hard. And that is Mike Horn from Fuller's 360.